Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Spirit Seeker Hour. Spirit Seeker Hour is your chance to delve into the world of your inner spirit. The Spirit Seeker Hour is brought to you by Spirit Seeker Magazine. Go to www.spiritseeker.com to find out more. And now, here's Cindy Meyer. Hello and welcome to the weekly Spirit Seeker Hour radio show brought to you by Spirit Seeker Magazine. And the August issue is online at www.spiritseeker.com. All you have to do is go to that website, click on the cover of the August issue, and you um, will have the magazine right in front of you. And some of the articles this month, uh, there's a wonderful interview with Lisa Williams, who is a very internationally renowned um, spiritual medium, and uh, Liz Dawn, who is one of my favorite people, who has um, Celebrate Your Life conferences. She has uh, actually interviewed Lisa, and the article is on the topic of, Are Your Deceased Loved Ones Around You? Um, there's also an article on beginning the journey through loss, and it's a very good article on if you have had a loss of any kind, how to begin those steps in healing and recovery. Um, the other article that I just love this month is Common Characteristics of the Earth Angel. There are many earth angels that are walking um, amongst us, and this article kind of gives you the symptoms and um, clarifies, you know, what exactly is an earth angel. There's also an article on healing and transformation through dreams and uh, a Native American article on inside the medicine bag tools for awakening consciousness. That's the tip of the iceberg. There's also the Vedic astrology, etc., etc. So what Spirit Seeker does is we have the monthly magazine and I've done so for 18 years. In addition, we have a weekly email newsletter that lets people know about the different radio shows and different events mind body spirit events throughout the u.s and into canada and europe um in addition we have the radio show and we have over 400 archive shows that are there for your uh your knowledge your spiritual um nourishment and they are all archived and if you just go to spiritseeker.com and click on the radio show icon in the upper left hand corner it takes you directly to the blog talk site, and there are the 400 uh, interviews with amazing people making the world a better place. Now, um, if you would like to be added to our Sacrosanct email list so that you get a weekly notice about the different um, you know, radio show guests and the magazine when it's online, all you have to do is send an email to info, I-N-F-O, at spiritseeker.com, and then we just say, please add me to your email list, and then you are added, and you and find out all kinds of wonderful things. Okay, so that those are all the announcements. It is my divine pleasure to bring on my guest. She um, is, has been a spiritual mentor and dear friend to me for many years. Beatrix Quintana is an, a gifted astrologer. She's a Tibetan numerologist. She's an expert in the tarot. She has um, a, a, another business that she's added to all of her gifts, which is called Spirituality on a String, where she makes uh, beautiful necklaces with gemstones, and they're uh, imbued with her love and consciousness. And as soon as they're made, they're sold. So, um, But Beatrix can tell you about that. 
But um, she's also the author of the Manifesting with the Moon and the Moon Cycles. And she does this book every single year and has done so for a long time, I think over 16 years now. And um, that this book is is someone, something that I suggest to everyone to purchase every year. It tells you when the new moon cycles are, when the full moon cycles are, when the different phases of the moon are happening, um, how to create a, a moon altar, how to use gemstones to help manifest. Um, and it's just a fabulous book. So Beatrix, are you there? Oh my, Beatrix is not here or she's on mute. Hello, hello. I haven't seen her get on yet, Cindy, so I'm trying okay. to locate her now. Just give me a well, couple minutes. What? Okay, and um, I will keep talking, but I will also email her. Okay, so what does Cindy Meyer do outside of Spirit Seeker magazine? Many things. I've published this magazine for 18 years. In addition, I'm a Reiki master uh, teacher, and I'm a feng shui master teacher. And I recently um, added real estate to my skills. And I've always been fascinated with houses. From the time I was a little girl, you know, my father was a home builder. And um, and then, I don't know, I've just always been fascinated. Oh, there you are. There you are. At any rate, listeners, I do lots of things, but you can see it all at spiritseeker.com. All right, Beatrix, I'm so happy you're here. <laughs> so, so. No, okay. I, Nate couldn't hear me. Oh, gosh. I, I had a feeling you were there, and I said, I wonder if she's muted or something. But um, but I apologize for that, but we're certainly glad you were here. And, um, I'm so glad Beatrix, I'm here, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, here we are goodness. on this fifth day of August, and where did the first, you know, seven months go, please? It's like, I mean, and you've already done your 2015 moon book. My 2015 calendar, um, it's probably going to be ready to go to the printers in about two weeks, so it'll be done and ready to roll by the 1st of September. Wow. And the moon book is uh, not far behind. You were, like, really on track. You know, I don't know how. I just have the most amazing support team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I was telling telling someone that um, I said, "Oh, Beatrix has these techies that do everything for her, and and they put her <laughs> on YouTube, and they no. like help her." I know you're like you have. A, I mean, you're just doing really well with technology. It's your friend now. Well, I hang out with a lot of young kids that study with me, and. They're all fabulous at, um, you know, updating me to the new generation. So it's I know. Kind of like it's, when I met you, you're like, "What do you mean you don't have email? We got to figure out how to do that." <laughs> so I'm I'm in this cosmic upgrade with a fabulous team of of people that. Um, you know, that celebrate the concept of the Aquarian age so nicely, which is the age of self-reliance, which we're all in right now, and have been since, I think it was like a couple of Augusts ago, um, we actually entered it. So 
um, I think two Augusts ago, and we're all here to work in teams where everybody decides um, what they're the best at, and it's like um, a random frequency. It's not like the old age where there was one person at the top and everybody had to scramble underneath them. It's people bring their talent, they're responsible for it, and they bring it forward, and they all share a common goal, which is the Aquarian goal, which is to make the world a better place, working in groups and synergizing rather than the old corporate style. And it's something that has really changed my life to not have to do it all myself, which is what I used to do, and, um, you know, uh, share the process. It's, it's, it's really inviting, and I'm very fortunate that I met um, these, this group. I'd actually been teaching to them for many years, and then it just became evident that there was some multi-talents in there, so they all joined right. the team to get the calendar out, so it's worked out so well. I'm so lucky. Right. I'm well, but that's, you know, I mean, look at you. You've been a communicator, Beatrix, since, you know, day one. I mean, yeah. you little girl, you talked, 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 and then you were a Shakespearean actress projecting right. your voice. You know, and then, yes. what, I mean, look at all the different, you've reinvented yourself several times. Several times. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was, and, I was an actress, and then I was, uh, um, I used to write columns, I used to be a champion tennis player, and I wrote all these columns in all these tennis magazines, and I did all that, and then ended up, uh, you know, selling art at cocktail parties, and from there somebody handed me a tarot deck and said, the way you sell art the way people read these cards. Why don't you try them out? And one step after another, just I just say, follow the chi. Go where the energy is, and life is good. Right, right. You know, follow the chi. I just love that. I think where the energy goes, or where the attention goes, the energy goes, and yeah. I think, every, don't you just think that the kids of today, they're so smart, they and, are, and they just understand, they, they, they yeah. you remember um, from Stranger in a Strange Land, I grok, they, they grok, they get it. Yeah. I know. Just I don't amazing. know what their fingers are going to be like when they're, you know, older with a carpal tunnel from game systems and phones <laughs> and texting, but but nonetheless, they're tuned in and dialed in and um, at a whole different level. Yeah. It is marvelous. It's really wonderful, and it's an honor for me, you know, to teach them. So it works out very nicely. Uh-huh. Very good process. Well, we're on to happy days, and there's a major game changer for life, which happened last month in the middle of July with Jupiter entering Leo, and it hasn't been there for 12 years, 
So you might want to look at where you were 12 years ago and see how far you've come. And you're going to advance now to a whole nother level. And, you know, Leo rules your heart. It's the way you're loved, the way you like to be adored, the way you um, create, um, the way you... um, You know, it's all about basically having a great time and uh, laughing in love. So we've all moved now into a phase that's going to last until next August of 2015 where we can really dance, you know, like nobody's watching, seriously, and Uh, grab on your dancing shoes and really go for it. It's like we all have now to take a moment to take a standing ovation for having made it through the, the polarity restrictions of the last years since 2012 when the Grand Cross um, started its 12-act play and pretty much tried to squeeze the life out of everybody by uh, stopping the movement of polarity. And it was all a great lesson for us to learn to not push where the energy, in other words, you know, following the chi. When you have a grand cross, you have all these polarized influences which are in not moving. And so we've all had to be, you know, feeling like we're hitting our head against the wall and saying, what's going to happen? There's no movement. I can't get this going. I can't get that going. And it was like your head was a ping pong ball being bounced back and forth, you know, um, sideways and upside down and right side up and never really beginning to advance until we looked at the cross, you know, after there's still a few more acts of it, and it finally ends, I think, either February or, I'm not sure, I don't have an exact date, but I think February 15th is that last act, 2015. It may be a little left over in March, but after that, it's like, wahoo, full rain ahead. So... We're in a position right now where we've graduated out of polarity and are now learning the power of polarity, which is to combine energies rather than restrict them and move beyond resistance and restriction and open up to you know, a new world, a new territory of the unknown, really. And so uh, the more you can open up to say, okay, here, I'm stuck right here. It feels like, you know, I'm squished and um, I can't move. So then you have to look at, well, what needs to be combined? What Instead of making one end of the spectrum wrong and the other end right, How can I combine this and stand tall in the center? In doing that, then 
you earn the right to take this standing ovation that Leo provides where you can bow and now get into the realization of your true power potential. And, you know, Leo is all about being your authentic self. If you look at the Leo card in the tarot, it's the sun card and it's also the strength card. But in the sun card, it's the naked body. And when you're um, riding on a horse, it's a naked child. And then in some decks, it's a naked couple standing in a fairy ring. But when the symbology of someone naked is that they are in their authentic self. So when you're standing tall in the garden of the Leo time, which is right now, and then you also had the Leo moon last week, or yeah, last week, I think. So we integrated a new aspect into ourself, which now with the authenticity of that expression, we can now focus on our true potential. So that's what's here. And remember, the sun is the director of our true potential. So then Leo's ruled by the sun, and the sun is, you know, uh, definitely a real part of our experience during the summer months based on the heat. And, uh, well, that's Yang. It's Yang. And, uh, Right, and it's yang energy, you know, like yeah. yin is the winter where we go inside right. and we're more mm-hmm. reflective, and yang is let's get out and move. Yeah. And so, the sun you know, if you look up the, the word power in the dictionary, it's defined, it says, your ability to take action, and that's yang. Mm-hmm. You know, is your ability to take action. So allow yourself that privilege and... If the chi is there, it'll move you, and um, there's just it's just so thrilling and exciting. But I would definitely, you know, begin to realize um, your the true expression of love that's in your heart, and then also to remember that you are lovable. The other thing that's happening right now is um, is that up until just that new moon in Leo happened, there's been a lot of talk about um, all the pathways and all the dimensions are now merging. And in the merge, we're now getting ready. We're being recalibrated to be open to living in a quantum reality where all dimensions are happening at once and we're aware of it. So that we don't have to, like, be in the fourth world and then all of a sudden realize we're forgetting a third world, you know, process, which is to go grocery shopping and, you know, feed your family and go, ah, and then flipping one, flipping back and forth, flipping back and forth has been dangerous. A lot of accidents have happened. People have fallen. You know, um, there's, uh, you know, an inability to function when you have to keep switching dimensions. 
So now what's happening, it's kind of like, okay, you don't just pick one tarot card for the day. You have to be aware of the whole deck. It's like all of life is happening at once, and you have the ability to hold that. So as you're holding it, um, you want to trust that you have the ability to do that and that you have recalibrated. But, you know, I mean, on Venus enters Leo on the 12th. You've got um, Mercury in there dancing with Leo, the Leo sun. You've got, there's just everything uh, is all about playing and having a good time. You know, you still have um, Uranus has gone retrograde now in Aries, so uh, it's trying, it's asking you to really revamp and recalibrate recal- yourself from a new point of view without impulsive action. That's what's happening. And then you still have Pluto retrograde in Capricorn, which is really teaching us to move, to be become aware that so much is changing that we may experience fear. So there's a lot of fear on the planet right now that needs to be transformed into letting go. And what I my mantra is, the more I let go of, the bigger the pot of gold will be given to me. So the law, as long as you start getting into the survival issues that Pluto retrograde is playing on you, in Capricorn and try to hold on to the old world, the harder your life will be. So little by little, allow yourself to let go of it and move beyond resistance and open to the pot of gold that's on the other side in the new world that's created. So there, this Leo thing... Everybody on the whole planet that's here has earned the privilege to actually manifest whatever they've ever dreamed of. And my my teacher, Barbara Dillinger, she, she actually got this download from her guides that we need to remember what made us happy at age 10 and write that down and realize that and now is the time for that happiness to manifest and whatever dreams you had then are now available to truly be manifested now. So it's quite exciting times. So well, allow it, yourself... Are you there? Yeah, yeah, no, no, I was going to say, go ahead. I didn't want to interrupt. I, I was... This whole childlike energy, you know, and, and <laughs> having relationships with your children in a whole new way. That's all part of this. Yes? Of course. Well, Leo rules your relationship with your children, but it also uh, reveals your inner child. So you can look at, you know, how many times 
in growing up did your inner child get squelched, you know, by a teacher telling you to sit still or, you know, or, you know, somebody saying, hey, you're coloring outside the lines, you know, those kinds of things which just took our child away. And see, what Uranus and Aries is trying to teach people is to allow them to accept the fact that they do want to be paid attention to, that they do want to go forward and be a champion in life or whatever arena is available to you. And the Leo is saying, you know, hey, you've got what it takes. That's where our creative potential is in the Leo house. And the more you allow yourself, there's nobody around right now to tell you that you can't do it. So you may as well. Plus, you got Venus in there, which means a lot of love stuff and a lot of going shopping and having parties and opening your heart to love and, you know, really, uh, really putting yourself in there. But I keep telling people, remember... You want love, but you also need to be lovable. So, you know, you got to work both sides of that. If you want to be adored, well, you, you have to be adoring or be adorable. So, remember when we taught the class, Beatrix, um, where they had to marry themselves? They yes, had to like, love themselves enough. To mar- we did the wedding ceremony where they married yeah. themselves. And, they, oh, and you couldn't so do it wonderful. unless you reached... Yeah, unless they reach that level of, you know what, I love who I am, and I really want to be with me for the rest of my life. Yeah. That's true. That's the key right there. <laughs> Just have to get the guts to do it. And uh, But now's the time, and it's available, and the spark is there, and, you know, it's, anyway, it's a very exciting time to be alive. And uh, really allow yourself the privilege of of life. So, 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 listeners, we are going to take um, calls in just a few moments. Um, if you would like to ask a question of Beatrix and myself, just press one on your phone, and my producer will put you in the queue. We'll read for as many people as we can. But I really, Beatrix, tell us about this super moon on August the tenth and full moon in Aquarius, because. It's like everyone's talking about it, and I just feel it already. Oh, super moon. Well, you know, the super moons are quite interesting this year because they are moving us. They're all in a row as we work towards the harvest moon, which is on September 8th. So each moon that the supermoon is adding more and more to the magnetic field so that you can really manifest by harvest. So, um, and that would be the uh, September 8th moon. So, what I know about the supermoons is that they are here to increase the magnetic field of your ability to receive from life. So, they're close, they're closer to the earth 
than, but what's interesting about these is that there, I think there have been four of them. This was the third one. It is. And then it goes to the fourth one, which is the final one, and then we don't have any more until the end of the year. But it's a building factor. When you work with the cycles of the moon and you want to manifest something, there's two sides to manifesting. One is to, you know, plant the seeds and let it germinate and watch it manifest by the, by the full moon. And then when the full moon happens, then you let it all go or you weed the garden or you let go of what's in the way and then you move back so that, the you know, the... The letting go and uh, setting yourself free and then the building of the emptying yourself out so you're clearly open to receive. So these moons are like working, these super moons are working really hard to get your emptiness to a place where you can you know, manifest. So the more you manifest, the more you, the more you uh, bring it forward for yourself. The more you let go, I mean, the more you empty yourself out, the more magnetically pure you are. And then if you trust in emptiness, which most Americans don't because they think they need to be busy, or Western culture... And they don't let it sit and do its work to bring things to you. So, and that this this one this this moon on the tenth is um, ruled by Aquarius, you know, which is all about um, technology and making the world a better place and working with your team and you know celebrating with friends and setting up your fields to be self-reliant. So what you're going to be doing on this day is um, letting go of all those things that keep you from the fantastic part of Aquarius that's available to all of us. So that's how I would look at it. But a lot of people fear emptiness. And... When you work with the full moons, the emptier you can get, the better your manifesting will be for the next two weeks. So, yeah, it's it's so interesting that you know I, some people say you know they'll say something. And I'm like, are you kidding? I entertain myself really well. <laughs> and it's like, I and I mean I treasure quiet. You know, I it's been a little noisy around my house lately, and today because oh, you have all the kids there. I know, and Noah has a job now, and, you know, um, my daughter's at her dad's, and today was, like, the first day I was supposed to go to a real estate meeting this morning, and I just, I thought, no, (laughs) no, and I just stayed home, and it was, like, it was perfect, you know, the phone rang, and it was just the perfect phone calls and the emails, and, but it was at my own pace and rhythm, and it was just very nourishing, very nourishing. I know, I was just very happy all day. You know, I, I mean, we've got a lot of retrogrades going on for this moon as well, but I think the key factor is to allow yourself um, the, you see, with the Leo, Aquarius is the opposite of Leo. 
So Leo's all about, you know, love and and Aquarius is all about freedom. So one of the things that we must look at during this time, and especially whenever there's an Aquarius energy at work, is how can I be in a relationship and be free? How can I live my truth and be free? And the bottom line, freedom really can't happen for anybody without rebellion, which is the goal is to become free without rebellion. (laughs) And the way that determines itself is when you accept that you are lovable, you know, no matter what. So then you're free. Most people adapt to the idea of being loved and then they never feel free. They're stuck in a trap. And so the Aquarian concept is to allow yourself the privilege to be free. And, you know, they'll rebel as much as they can for that. Um, But to discover within yourself what are the most lovable parts of you and how you can accept those because the acceptance of self-love sets you up for freedom. So that's part of the Aquarian um, DNA, so to speak. Well, and you know, it's like Kuan Yin. Kuan Yin says, you know, um, you must have love and compassion for yourself before you can pour it out to others. And, yeah. you know, and that's, that's, you know, I think that's the, so many people in our society are very good at showing up for other people, but when it comes mm-hmm. to their own life, they're not such a great, you know, um, cheerleader of their own life, shall we say. And so the more we love and approve of ourselves, the more others love and approve of us too. But it doesn't start with their love and approval. It starts with us loving and approving us. Yeah. Exactly. And so many people just, you know, are so, um, we're not taught this as a child, unfortunately. Can you imagine what the world would be like if children, you know, learned that it was okay to be a little bit sacredly selfish, you know, but instead it's, you know, we have early training. Think, you know, mine was think of the poor people in China, eat every bite of food. I know, I had the same problem. (laughs) I know, it's like now we have all these people who eat every bite of food on their plate and there's three times the portions that there used to be. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. But, um, but okay, so we have many people but, uh, that would like readings. But, Beatrix, anything Good. else before we, before we get going, anything else that would help with this passage for um, this magnificent time for all of us? I think we're pretty much, we said everything that okay. we could say, um, that I could say in this moment, because I think that these are just basically the two themes that are for now now there's a lot of other intricacies but that's a seminar not like an hour radio show (laughs) (laughs) you're the best you were awesome oh my gosh okay so we are going to be going um all across the u.s but we are going to start with um melvin and georgia and we do ask that because we have so many people who would like free money readings that you limit yourself to one question um and then if you need a further in-depth reading uh just call the spirit seeker office at 636-530-7579 and uh beatrix's website uh is www.beatrix.com which is b-e-a-t-r-e-x.com 
com and all the information on the moon calendars, the spirituality on a string, everything that she does, everything is on Beatrix.com. Okay, so do we have Melvin in Georgia? Hi, Melvin. What's your question? Are you there? Okay. We, lo- we lost him. He dropped the line. I'll try okay. to get him back. Okay, and then we are going to go then to Tracy. Uh, Tracy. Hi, can you hear me? Oh, hi, Tracy. Yes. Hi, Cindy. Hi, Beatrice. How are you? I'm fine, Tracy. How are you? I'm doing great. I didn't necessarily know I needed to have a question, but I guess my question would be... Um, I've been we've been trying to move for quite a while and it has not manifested and I'm just wondering where things are with that because I am anxious and ready to go and it's just we keep having roadblocks one after the other. So I'm just wondering if there's some insight on that for us. The energy around your move well I think what it is is that there's a part of you that really has a, there's a part of you that is indecisive about the move. So I think there's some clearing that needs to be done on a single focus rather than, you know, it's like, okay, you want to move. Now, first of all, what neighborhood do you want to move to? And then second of all, do you want a one-story house or a two-story house or do you want a condo or... There's two, you're exploring too many options and the universe is getting very confused mm-hmm. as to what is your true desire. So, you know, my Tibetan teacher taught this technique where he said if you want to move, what you do is you get in, you pick a neighborhood that you think is yours and you Drive around it every day. Drive around the neighborhood every day, every day, every day. And then that's like choosing the area of influence for you. And then one day you'll see a for sale sign or a for rent sign, which I don't know what your situation is. And that's the house. Hmm. And you go check it out. And if that's not it, then go hit the neighborhood again and build a vortex. You have to put some work into it. But <laughs> what I see is there's a part of you that goes, well, maybe I'll live over here or maybe I'll live over there or I'm not quite sure what it is that I want. So I want you to get very clear. First pick your neighborhood, mm-hmm. then pick your house. What does it have? Does it have a drive-in garage? Does it have stairs? Does it have a lot of light? Does it have how many bedrooms, you know? What is your true desire? So my advice to you would be to write all that down. And Mm -hmm. then, you know, and if if you're relocating to another city, then you're going to have to do your driving via Google. (laughs) Google Maps. (laughs) And find your neighborhood and drive around it on the Google Map zone. But build a vortex and then you... You've got to make up your mind. The reason why you guys haven't found the new place yet is because you haven't made up your mind. Hmm, okay. 
Yeah, um, what, what I'm what I'm hearing, Tracy, is that there's some um, there's okay. Number one is trust. There exactly what Beatrice is saying. Just trust that the house will find you, and you will find the house. Yeah. But there's where I see the confusion is you're not sure about the money. Like you have been vacillating. Like, well, if we stay here in this range, then this. But if we go to this, and there's some kind of like a vacillating. I, I see like you know like um, definitely you know, vacillating. When, when, Yes, vacillating. Like when you step on a scale and the thing goes, and it's back and forth, and it's something around money and how much you want to spend. Or some, there's a, an issue with money, but the the money is not really the issue. It's this vacillation of not being totally clear, like Beatrix was saying. Um, the other thing is, is I'm hearing play music, and as you're playing the music, I now find my perfect house. It's almost like they want you to move the chi in the house where you are now, because it feels like it's kind of heavy from this like thought worrying about this house thing instead of you know what i know that i am going to manifest the perfect house i'm going to sing and listen to music and they want you to just really lighten up a little bit here okay okay all right thank you okay well thank you and good luck all right thank you bye okay all right now we are going to go uh to sherry in st louis sherry are you there yes i am hi Um, Hey, Sherry, what's your question? uh, My question is, um, if I'm going to come out okay in my job situation. All right, let's look at the energy. What does okay mean? Let's go for a better word. (laughs) Okay, I would look for a better word. Who wants okay? Let's go for best best or higher standard or... uh, situation of influence what is it that you really want i want to be financially okay and happy with it oh, i'm letting so go of a full-time job into a part-time but i'm not guaranteed that yet so i'm kind of uh-huh. like letting go <laughs> oh you're letting go to have something yeah. better but yeah. you're not sure okay let's just look at the energy of your new job okay Wow. Well, I've got the magician here. This is the best card you could possibly get. Oh, I love that card. Yeah. Everything is possible under the umbrella of the magician. Uh-huh. So your focus and your attention <clears throat> in this new job is right on. I mean, you can make it be anything you want to be. And let's get rid of the word okay. Let's make it potent and powerful and magical and and satisfying and uh, move it up a little bit beyond okay. It's going to okay. be far beyond your belief. <laughs> oh, wonderful. Yeah, it's really going to be great. Oh, so that's go good. go for it. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, all the, all the cards are great. It's almost like it's, um, you know, like a new, like a new romance. It's almost like, like a new love affair is... Um, you're actually going to love what you're doing. And yes. some of the responsibility that was on your shoulders is going to be lifted. Oh, my goodness. Thank you. Yeah, there's <laughs> full rain here. You're you can make welcome. it be anything you want it to have it be. Oh, yes. Oh, that's wonderful. I, it's, I couldn't ask for more. Well, okay. the well you are on track. your talent manifested, so all the good things that you're talented at will manifest, and you're going to be a happy girl. Oh, wonderful. 
thank you so much. Enjoy, and thank you for calling. Thank you. You're very welcome. Okay, so we are now going to go, let me see, um, to Meg in St. Louis. Meg, are you there? Oh, Meg. I am, thank you. Hey, Beatrix, how are you? Fine, Meg. How are um, you, sweetheart? I'm I'm doing good. I think you both may have answered this question for me earlier, but I'm still going to ask it. It's about the energy around my finances. I'm kind oh, of okay. in that empty feeling you were talking about now, and I'm okay with that. I'm living, you know, within my retirement income, but I'm kind of worried about, you know, having my travel money, that kind of thing. But I don't feel the need to take a part-time job yet. And I just kind of like validation that that's what you guys see as well. Okay, let's look at the energy around you and your new financial life. Is that a good way to put it? Yeah. Okay, I see that you are just, we're going to work on your thought patterns here, Meg. Okay. (laughs) Because you have, this says that you're extremely smart with money, but you're very, you're being overly analytical around your money. Yeah. And overly detailed and... Um, kind of mentally obsessing about it to the point where you're um, not seeing the full picture. So what I would do is every time you think like small thoughts regarding your financial situation, flip it and, and allow yourself to answer the question of what's the bigger picture. Okay. Okay, because... You're over-detailing your money situation to the point where you may miss a major opportunity. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, I have been trying to live in a budget. Right, and it's almost like the the more you have budgeted, the more, um, not angry, but annoyed you've been, and then... You you yeah. you've splurged and then you then you do this whole guilt thing and they're saying let go of the guilt. Remember you sent your God's perfect child and you have the a bunch of card here which is prosperity. But this cycle that you're in where you're like oh no I shouldn't have done that oh 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 you're contracting and you're not expanding into the infinite possibility of um, letting it be easy with grace. Yeah. Oh, okay. All your dreams can come true now, Meg. And so, don't make money a problem. Okay. Okay. You know, I've been so an analyst for like, so long, I can't go to the other side of my brain. I have to figure out how to get to the other side of my brain. That your other funny. side of your brain is Well, because I've been waiting. analytical. It's yeah. waiting for you. Well, you know, where you worked was in an analytical place where, right. you know, and but... That was your work. Don't do that to yourself. Okay. Broaden your horizons. And, um, you know, you're a Sagittarius, so for you to live on a budget is like the biggest joke I ever heard. So <laughs> it's not available. Beatrix or Sag That's what lady. <laughs> so it's just not available, Meg. Okay. So 
Well, you know, you don't want to be stupid, but you don't. If you start getting um, uh, nitpicky and you know the devil's in the details, you'll just get more and more constricted, and it stops you from your true flow of magnificence. So even taking a part-time job would really lead to staying in the contraction or the constriction. No, it's like to just let go. Well, just let go, but, you know, if you're going to, let's find a job that's something that'll add energy and fun and be around creative people and, you know, I mean, if you want, want to, you know, do that for yourself as an option, it's always available. But you could take okay. on some kind of project that would be highly motivating to you. And so you don't want to put that totally out of the picture, but you, you don't, it doesn't want to be a part-time job. Let's, create, let's manifest a project of interest that okay. also pays you. Do you understand the difference? I do, yes. Yeah. That makes sense to me. Way Thank to go, you very man. much. Thank you for calling Thanks. Okay, we have Melvin back from Georgia. Um, Melvin, are you there? Oh, good. Uh, yes. Hi, Melvin. Okay. Uh, okay, yes. so what is your question this evening? Okay. My question is uh, uh, finances as well. I, you know, I work part-time here in Georgia, but I was working at a hospital that closed down December of last year. But I'm working part-time in a mental home. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's not enough for me to pay my rent. I'm always mm. late. Plus, I have to pay extra. But, mm. uh, yeah, do you see, could you tell me any improvement from that, from my finances? Yeah, I actually, I have the freedom card for you. I think you need uh, to, um, it's kind of like what we were saying to Meg. It's like she's, was squeezing down her finances instead of expanding them. So I feel that there's a new point of freedom coming to you around your the work you do, and there's a new available option which will set you free from the squeeze down you've been feeling. And I would definitely spend some time looking around. Because yeah. something's available to you that will set you free. Yeah. And Melvin, right. I, you have Archangel Michael all around you. Archangel exactly. Michael, the one with the big sword. I know. And it's like, yeah. he, he's saying, will you please call on me? I've been waiting. Oh, well, I do. So, I just did this while ago. Oh, well, you're on track. And, and yeah. the other thing he's saying is simplify your life. Like, as much as you can simplify it, and, and they're also, I'm just hearing, be grateful, you know, like the 10 grains of gratitude, 10 things each day that you're grateful for until it starts turning around. Because sometimes when we're in regret or resentment or contraction over finances, the good's right there, but it can't get through the energy right. field of, of worry. So I just see Archangel Michael just taking that sword and cutting just chop, chop, chop right through it and him saying, look, look at the sky today. You know, look at this rainbow. Look at, I don't know. I just see a lot with nature around you and creativity, like being outside listening to the birds and just really being grateful. Um, Because this has been a hard passage. I get it. And and you're really helping these people you're working with, by the way. 
Oh, it may yeah. not. Yeah. It may seem like you're not, but you are. You're you're really making a difference. Yeah, thank you. Because my son, um, you know, I have to help him now. Because last month um, he walked out of a building and two guys were shooting and he got shot in the neck. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, and he's paralyzed from the neck down. Uh, oh, yeah, you've had a lot. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to get him to physical therapy, need money for that. So, yes. Yes. Oh. So, well, you just call on Archangel Michael and simplify yeah. your life. And they're saying don't be shy about asking people for help. Just like calling here tonight, you ask Spirit for help, and now just be willing to receive it. And, you know, maybe with the um, people that you're going to meet through what your son's going to need, you may find a job through that. So, Trust the process because I see a lot of miracles around you. And when when Cindy said she saw the Michael Angel, Michael the Archangel, I saw Gabriel. Oh, yeah. healing. So Gabriel's yeah. the um, angel of sound. So yeah. everybody that you meet, just be chatty. Talk to them about, gee, you're so excited that... You know, you're looking for a new way to express yourself work-wise and spiritually. Right. And, you know, put it out because you actually have a good way of relating to people. And I'm sorry this happened to your son, but I have a feeling that because of it, you're going to meet a new audience of people. And through that, you will get a job that you really love. Thank okay, you. so thank you. Thank you. Yes. Okay. Um, listeners, we um, we are. This is a two-part show tonight. At eight o'clock, uh, we will be having my second guest come on, who will be talking about higher brain living. There are oh. many of you. Um, there's about five more that would like a reading. We're going to read for as many as we can. But please, okay. please, please do remember that the answer to someone else's question is oftentimes the answer for you. So, um, so, so really, like, tune in because we're all connected. Okay, we are now going to go to Becky in California. Becky, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Hi, Beatrix. Okay. Hi, Becky. What's your question, honey? Well, I, over in this household, we have had the joy of having the Leo New Moon fall in the seventh house for both me Ooh. and boyfriend. We have our, our ascendants are within three degrees of each other, so most things happen in the same house. That's so nice. The so last cycle was really rough, so I guess my question is, um, how can we best utilize this illumination of our seventh house to build a foundation for our forever future? Well, the card that I got for you was the Five of Wands which is, and the Ten of Swords. So what I see for you is, and for your, you know, your love life, is that you're at a time when lots of change is coming and a lot of expansion and a lot of moving away from the pain of the past. And what I would suggest is that the celebration of love is um, asking you to um, expand your love out into a bigger realm than just at home and share that and 
move beyond your past. So in doing that, I see so much energy around you and so much bliss, and you have an ability to uh, be able to do that together. What do you see, Cindy? What I see is that miracles are about to happen for you. Yeah. Yeah, seriously. And they want you to get out of your head and go into your heart. Mm-hmm. Good. So, okay. so you're you're brilliant. You're quite brilliant. Both of you are, but they want you to set that aside and like use all of your senses and just really expect miracles. You know, the Course in Miracles says that if you're not experiencing miracles in an everyday uh, way, then something's off track. And you guys have so many miracles, but sometimes you don't even recognize them because you're analyzing them. So. Oh, and, and it's not a bad thing. I mean, you know, it's good to have a good mind. But, um, but what I'm just seeing is that totally, totally, you you've mastered wisdom, and now they want you to play and just really experience life full out. It's there. Okay. You got a great future together. You you yeah, got a big smile future. out of David of that get out of the analytical side. Big big <laughs> smile and acknowledgement yeah. there. Many years ago, I was told, get out of your head and get into your heart. And I was so analytical. I was like, what does that even mean? You know, so I understand. (laughs) But I remember when I finally reached that heart space, and it was like, oh, my gosh, I get it. So so go smile. Go have some fun. And thanks for calling tonight. Thank you so much. Okay. You're very welcome. You know, Cindy, you know who said that best, that, that quote you just gave her? The best yeah. person that ever said that was Billy Ocean. Oh, I did not know that. Get out of I my head. I just remember Sandra Ray yelling heart. it at me. <laughs> Billy Ocean is speaking to you tonight. Okay. Cool. Well, I thank Billy Ocean. All right. So we, we have, we're going to try and um, not try. We are going to do two fast quick readings. So, so please, when you come on, just your question, um, like very, very wonderfully fast. Okay, and now I lost my screen. Okay, we're going to Katie in St. Louis. Katie, are you there? Hello, I am here. My question okay. is, um, what's the energy like around my personal writing right now? Okay. Katie, personal writing. Wow. Do you write love novels? <laughs> Not currently, but potentially in the future. Oh, okay, because I feel like, you're, first of all, your writing is, is expanding creatively. Mm-hmm. And it's moving into a whole new territory. And as it does, allow that to be so. Because the expansion of the creativity will allow people to free themselves from their ghosts of the past and move into the the heaven on earth experience that's ahead. So you yes, your writing is great. Don't stop. Yeah, when Beatrix asked if you were writing about romance, it's because the soulmate card came up for you when I and growth. So you're personally yeah. growing, and you you may be surprised that your writing is going to take a different um, direction, and it's definitely something about um, about being much more aware of the romance or the vibration of love. And um, so don't be surprised if all of a sudden you're writing a romance novel. Yeah. 
<laughs> Wonderful. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. Thank you for calling. Absolutely. Okay, Beatrix, we have like one minute, and we are going to go to, oh, my gosh, I lost my screen again. We're going to Florida. Nate, we have a caller from Florida or Hello. from Maine. Maine. I can't Hi. Remember. Okay. Okay, we have James from Florida. James, what is your question? Hi, my question is this. I'm currently in a romantic relationship. It's been three years now, but I've met somebody that I felt a connection to, so I'm wondering if it's something I should pay attention to or if I'm just suffering from the grass is greener on the other side. <laughs> I think you're really scared about this I new uh, love interest. You have a lot of fear related to it, but I feel that, um, you know, you got to go try it. Otherwise, there's going to be something steamy inside of you that will have a regret. And um, remember that you got to accept freedom, but do it without creating conflict. Um, I would definitely check it out. Yeah, they're saying that miracles can happen here, and you have to take the rose-colored glasses off. You're wanting, you're wanting to like not see something that's happening right before you. So um, the whole deal right now with the energy of life is live life. Take the blinders off, fully yeah. experience it, and play full out. So yeah. you're not you're not doing anything that you um, that is that is not just beautiful. So have fun. Okay, but thank don't you. Don't do it as a you're secret. Yeah, it's that's yeah exactly because that will contract and then you know you're not being um, authentic. So there you are. And the more authentic you are, and just the fact that you called in and asked without just diving in is you're being spiritually um, responsible. So there, you know, you're doing well, James. Just you know, yeah. just be, keep keep your eyes open. Okay, so I just want to thank Beatrix Quintana for being my um, wonderful uh, guest the first Tuesday of each and every month. And, you know, Beatrix, just thank you so much. I know how busy you are, and, and you know, you're just always such a, a gift to all of us. So thank you so thank much. Thank you. For, I love doing it. It's okay. so fun for me. Okay. Well, we will be in touch. And listeners, we're going uh, to go right into the second part of our show. So Beatrix, kisses through the phone and thank you big hug and um and uh then i'm going to bring on my next guest so before i do that i'm just going to do a couple of announcements the top of the hour um Spirit Seeker magazine brings this radio show to you each and every week. Spirit Seeker has been published for 18 years in a print magazine. It's available uh, in Kansas, Chicago, St. Louis, and our most recent city that we have added with the print magazine is Seattle. We've been read online for 16 of our 18 years, and you can read the magazine at www.spiritseeker.com. We also have the magazine at many, many Mind Body Spirit Festivals. We're at the Veggie Fest in Naperville, which is north of Chicago. Chicago with 2,000 of our uh, August issues. We um, we ship to different conferences all over the U.S. So you'll find us wherever the action is and wherever people are making a difference in the world. To be added to our Sacral Sanct email list, please send me an email to info, I-N-F-O, at 
spiritseeker.com and we will then uh, send you our weekly email newsletter that is in addition to the magazine, letting you know when the magazine's online, letting you know who the radio show guests are, and, um, and also other events that are happening. So tonight we are going to be hearing um, about a, an amazing technique. I met the founder, Dr. Michael Cotton, when he first came to St. Louis a number of years ago, and uh, he has developed a technique called Higher Brain Living, and it's working with your brain. If you have a new brain, you have a new beginning. And he, um, I, I just recently ran into Michael uh, in Chicago, and tonight my guest, and I'm hoping I say his name correctly, and if not, he will correct me when he, com- when he comes on, is uh, Craig Polsfus. He is the Professional Outreach and Education Director for Higher Brain Living. He works with higher, uh, the Higher Brain Living in multiple ways. He is a licensed psychologist, clinical social worker. Um, he has published a leadership development uh, a pu- and published leadership development um, specialist. He's a national pioneer, trainer, coach, la, 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 on and on. And Craig, are you there? <laughs> I know. You've I been, am. You've a lot of, Thank you a lot for of kudos for you. <laughs> a lot of kudos for you. I mean, you've been busy. <laughs> so I sure so, have. I'm passionate. Yeah. I'm, I'm really passionate about what we're doing. Yeah, and you know, the smile, you can see, you know, when I looked at your photo, I was like, oh, he is happy. And, you know, so let's just hear about this journey and how meeting Dr. Michael Cotton and, or, or whoever introduced you to this technique, how this has really changed your life, because I can feel it, and it looks like your son's involved too, or? Yes, or it, it, uh, it's actually impacted several members of my family, me and my wife, my brother, and uh, sister-in-law who became trained, another brother became trained, my son Zach had the most profound uh, experience, life-changing experience of his life and uh, became an advanced facilitator and now is working with Dr. Cotton and me on the national level, on the national team. So it's, it's really a huge part of my life. I actually was so, I mean, I was a, a pioneer for 30 years in another breakthrough uh, approach, psycho-spiritual approach in the field that's gone all over the world. It's not in the mainstream yet, but it's all over the world. And I never thought I'd be doing anything else because that was so amazing. And then along comes Dr. Cotton and puts higher brain living in front of me. And I see a physiological way to break the grip of the lower brain, which is where all the insecurity and fear and anxiety are generated and we're caught in that and it holds us back from our potential. And it's literally a physiological way without, it's organic. It's not through pharmaceuticals. It's not through electrodes. It's very a gentle touch technique that releases the latent energy in the, in the body to go through the lower brain to the higher brain and... Um, bring online the, the most highly um, evolved and sophisticated part of our brain that we're made to be able to use. And, it, and we haven't been. So I saw this, this presentation and then live demonstrations, which we always do, and then I heard the people who were the demonstrators talk about the changes in their lives, and they saw how authentic they were and how profound the changes were. And I was just compelled to, to look into it more. And when I did, I was surprised myself that I was going to not only get trained in this, but that I was going to shift my work to have this be the 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 core of my work. Um, I still have not abandoned my other work. I'm very active in that. But but this just accelerates the um, shift in a human being's life 
um, my little bit of research on you, Cindy, and what this program and your magazine um, shows that I think a lot of your listeners and readers would be very interested in this because they're interested not only in human potential but in the spiritual and healing side of things. Right, the making the world a better place. place. Yeah, and and yep. you know, and and you know, you're very familiar with meditation, so. Um, can yes. you tell our listeners, like, you know, having that background and working with psychotherapy and, and understanding how meditation works, can you explain, if you would, um, like the difference between like where the monks reach in meditation and what happens with higher brain living? Sure. Uh, I'll back up a little and <laughs> at the risk of talking more about myself. Um, <laughs> I have personally meditated for um, close to 40 years. So I... I not just have studied it um, and the various forms of it, I personally practice it and find huge benefit in it. So, um, well, Dr. Um, Richard Davidson, one of the, probably the, one of the most famous uh, brain researchers out of, out of the University of Wisconsin, did this famous study of um, eight hand-picked Tibetan monks from the Dalai Lama and studied their brain waves, and they, these were the most accomplished meditators who were able to achieve very high states of consciousness, and what he found and validated was that in these high states, um, the prefrontal cortex, or what we call the higher brain, is totally, like, highly energized and lit up, and and that they were able to achieve this, this, this high functionality and these high states of consciousness. Well, when Dr. Cotton began uh, having his higher brain living clients um, studied with EEG, he found very similar um, EEG readouts, and he, he compared them, and basically Dr. Richardson said they're comparable to these Tibetan monks. Now, here's the, the part of the amazing breakthrough of this. Those monks meditated on average four hours a day for 30 years to achieve that. And the higher brain living clients who showed the same EEG readings, um, this occurred somewhere within a 22-week program with 45 minute, one 45-minute session a week. So Dr. Cotton has discovered and developed something so powerful and so amazing um, that I, I honestly think we, we don't even know the, uh, the potential of, of it and of, the, of what human beings are going to do with it when they get a hold of it. I mean, I left my 30-year practice and shifted the whole focus because I was so impacted. Well, and, and, you know, so you know human behavior. And and one of the things, you know, when I, you probably remember this, you know, uh, the games we play by Eric Byrne or whatever, or um, Maxwell Transactional Malt, analysis. Yes, yes. yes Transactional that's, that's, analysis, yeah. and I was right. trained and certified in that. Yeah, and so, you know, that, this was all like the early 70s, you know, psycho-cybernetics and, you know, when we were first first right. really like looking at that part. So where do you just feel that um, people are more aware now and they're open? Or what do you think that the shift has been from getting more away from self-help into higher brain living? 
Oh, several things come to mind there. I think there has been a, a growing openness and awareness and, a, and an evolution of um, global cultural and global consciousness. I think there's a, a, a saying that paradigms die when when those who believe in them die. <laughs> um, and so as, as we move ahead, there's been more openness. But I think the other side of the coin is that there's been more of a growing need that people at least instinctually feel, if not are very aware of, that we need a shift um, as a species and as individuals, the way the, way the world's going uh, in so many ways. And in fact, we talk about that we're on the brink of a shift into a sixth epochal shift of the, uh, in human development and brain development itself. Um, and you mentioned self-help. You know, self-help emerged and became very popular and, you know, made its contribution. But now we're, we're talking quite often about why self-help ultimately doesn't work. Or, or, and I wouldn't say it totally doesn't work, but it works so infrequently with so few people. You know, it's so difficult to make change. And then, you know, and if we make some change, then to maintain it. How often do we lose the weight and then slip back or, you know, get organized and then slip back. And we finally understand that the reason for this is that we have this lower primitive um, survival brain that's change-averse. It's um, dedicated to keeping its job is to keep us physically alive. And, and as long as we're physically alive, it, its logic is, okay, now don't do anything different. You know, oh, yeah. sameness, equals, sameness equals safety. So unfortunately, we've been letting that run the show physiologically. So it's physiologically robbing energy, oxygen, um, blood flow, metabolism from the higher structures of the brain that we need to be most fully ourselves and, and growing and capable as human beings. So this literally loosens the grip of that lower brain and shifts over a 22-week um, program, shifts the center of gravity from that lower brain to that higher brain in a consistent, sustainable way. And then the, then the client gets to apply that in any area, in every area of their life that they want. So, you know, um, I don't even know why this is coming to mind, and maybe you can, you can sometimes I hear questions in my head. But, um, sure. <laughs> so, so, this, so, you know, please tag in with why I'm getting this. Okay, so a lot of the, um, a lot of the teachers from India and the different meditation, you know, um, meditation people are now going into prisons. And the reason they're doing this is because they're saying that, um, it's my understanding, that if they teach people to meditate, they redo the neural pathway, shall we say, where, where yes. it can be actually slowed down so that you can consciously make a decision rather than doing exactly what you just described where everything stays the same, only it actually gets worse in prison. You know, it's the highest growing population yes. of housing is our prisons, and it's not working. Yes. So, yes. so with, with higher brain living, and I don't, I don't know why I heard the prison thing, so if you can figure out why, but, I, but what are some of the miracles that you've seen where people have tried a to Z, and they're still saying, I just am not happy. You mean, what are the changes where they finally were able to... Um, right. Embrace life yes. and 
actually, you know, actually, like you mentioned, a 22-week, um, you know, program. So right. is it, so how, so this isn't a quick fix. This is not a, um, this is, this is a, a commitment. And I just, if you could just share one, whatever comes yeah. to mind, like a, okay, I, I know you know okay, where I'm going with two, this. What I find, found in this is two amazing components to it. The first is this amazing discovery by Dr. Cotton on how to, um, use the energy, the latent energy in the body to and to release its potential, to direct it to and through the higher brain to release the higher brain's potential on a, just in a physiological technique, you know, requiring no, you know, belief or lifestyle changes. It's just very, it's a physiological thing. But it's not enough to have an awake higher brain. It's it's who are who are we becoming then? How, where, what are we where are we going in our lives? So the second major component is an integral perspective on life. And, and, and uh, Dr. Cotton was a student and is a protege of Ken Wilber, if any, you or any of your listeners have heard of Ken Wilber. And he identifies four um, coexisting fundamental dimensions of life that every person has in every moment while they're alive and they are inseparable. And one is we call it mind, or Ken Wilber calls it mind, but that really refers to the inner dimension of thoughts, emotions, the spiritual dimension inside. There's the physical body, there's relationship, and there's the environment, which includes lifestyle and work and career and, and, and finances and all that. So we see when the higher brain shifts, there's a corresponding shift in all those areas. Now, some may become more apparent than others. And through the program, you get to look at those areas with your newly awakened and energized higher brain, which what does that do? That you're in a state of very good clarity and in touch with your own inner truth in your heart, so to speak. So from that new clarity and that heart or soul, you're able to see very clearly and be honest with yourself in a whole new way about what are the hot spots in those major areas and how to create a map. And we have a guidebook that helps you create your own personal map to then clear up those hot spots, move ahead and and evolve those four dimensions of your life in the direction you want. And unlike lower brain strategy, lower brain strategy would just be in an analysis an analysis, and that, that's been useful to some people, but an analysis of all those areas and then willpower and social support and strategies and, and it's just a lot of effort and that's the old way where we make few changes and those changes we make we're not able to, most people aren't able to sustain. So now in this new, with this new higher brain uh, energized, you have a new clarity and a new passion for living and energy and motivation available that's no longer bound up. So you feel good. It's like you want to eat differently, and you do. My appetite changed. Uh, the way I look and experience food, it just changed. It wasn't like I, I positive thought or, or, you know, reprogrammed my mind in some cognitive um, technique way, which, you know, I'm aware of and have taught in the, in the distant past. Um, but you literally find my son Zach. Part of his after he had his profound shift, he couldn't smoke or drink anymore. And to this day, he says he wishes wishes he could. He wasn't looking to quit those, but his 
in his higher consciousness, his body would not tolerate it, and it just made it taste awful, and he just couldn't do it. You know, so it's, so there's a physical example. There's mental and psychological examples. Relationships, I mean, if you're in a state of greater clarity and inner calm, there's this deepening, more enduring feeling of inner calm that, get, that gets cultivated. Um, you're going to be a, more present in your relationships. You're going to be a better listener. You're going to not take things so personally. You're going to be able to communicate, trust, be trustworthy and trust, and have more fun and intimacy. I mean, um, every area of life gets impacted by this. And if people go to higherbrainliving.com, they can access... Um, some of the testimonials, and you can just Google it and find YouTube testimonials all over the place. And by the way, you know, um, uh, part of why I'm on this program, and I know you have a large following in the Chicago area, um, but we'll take interest from anywhere. Um, we're I'm giving a presentation on Monday, August 18th at 6:30 at the Double Tree in Skokie, and I'm looking for people who are not only grabbed and intrigued by this, but um, have a pull to do, consider getting licensed in higher brain living and make a found difference in people's lives and really be a part of significantly shifting global consciousness because we really need facilitators. This is just growing and growing and growing. Um, three years ago, there were five trained facilitators. In a few weeks, there's going to be just under 300. And it's it's really starting to grow, and we need the facilitators who are going to have to be there when this comes into the public awareness and the demand exceeds the supply. And and listeners, um, the the event in Chicago is free if you pre-register, and you pre-register by going to higherbrainlivingevents.com forward slash Skokie, which is S-K-O-K-I-E, and then another forward slash. Um, if, if, if you do not pre-register in advance, then you pay $97 at the door. So it is, it is in, to your benefit to plan ahead. It's on Monday, August 18th, 6.30 to 8.30, and as Craig said, it's at the Hilton Doubletree Chicago North Shore, which is on um, Skokie Boulevard in Skokie, Illinois. And there's a lot of information on the higherbrainliving.com uh, website. And, you know, Craig, you, you talked about, you know, this, this, um, this movement and revolution um, toward higher brain living. What, what does that mean if someone just tuned in um, what what are you seeing as the as the shift that's coming from these 300 practitioners and now it's growing and you know it's a movement so what, what do you see as the result of this I funny how I often get two an, two answers come to me two responses <laughs> or, um, the first response is to give this clarity that we don't see higher brain living really replacing much out there. We see it as the hub and the other things as spokes because doesn't it make sense when you have the most highly uh, evolved part of your brain awake and turned on, then you plug whatever you have that's good into that, whether it's meditation, whether it's your work, whether it's your education, whether it's uh, prayer, yoga, whatever, nutrition, your system is going to take it to a whole new level and optimize it. So we see a... a in, in terms of answering it in the bigger picture of, of a, a, a grander movement, well, you know, it's, it, it's, it, it's both, a, in my view, 
all the kind of wonderful things you'd, you'd anticipate, um, people operating more out of clarity and consciousness, more joyful, more happy, more loving, more tolerant, more generous, realizing uh, living in an abundance so they're going to be more uh, uh, generous. They realize there's one energy flowing that we're all, we are all it and we are all using it and we, can, and we don't lose anything um, ultimately. And, and yet, on the other hand, I think we can't really even imagine what this shift is going to look like. The researchers who came up with these major epochal shifts in, in, in human development over the last um, several hundred thousand years say that the shift from Epoch 5, which is what we're in now, to Epoch 6 is going to have more, uh, there's going to be more energy in that shift than the first five put together. So, wow. so yeah, and, and you, know, I, you know, I haven't seen this new movie, Lucy. I've seen the trailer, and I just heard from somebody else today they really liked it. And I don't know if, how contrived it might be, but it's really speaking to both the interest that's growing in, um, in, the, in the, at least Western populace, but the, the imagining or even intuitively expressing some of the huge potential that we have as human beings. Um, uh, Dr. Cotton was giving a, a radio program today where he was talking about um, what, what was it? Acquired savantism, where these incredible genius type abilities come out of people who have brain injuries. They never had them. They were normal people. They get a brain injury. Part of their brain is is damaged, but this latent potential that was in there pops out. Well, what Higher Brain Living is doing is opening up that potential without brain injury <laughs> with a right, gentle right. process. It's access, accessing that part of the brain. I mean, it's like, you know, there are people who come out of a coma and they have whole different um, rewiring. And, you know, Greg Braden yeah. talks a lot about when people have transplants, you know, the transplants, the cellular memory of the body from which the organ came out yeah. of. And, 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 and then all of a sudden they have the, like you were talking about, Zach, all of a sudden when he changed his frequency, vibrational frequency, your son, all of a sudden he didn't want alcohol or smoking. Well, what they're finding with, you know, it doesn't even take that many cells to be transplanted. All of a sudden you it's have right. their tastes, you have their their desires. It's like, and you're thinking, what, whose brain is this? And so That's right. it's fascinating. People just, you know, the brain is still um, very much... We're pioneers in understanding how it works. Yes, and there's all Dr. that research that shows that the neural, we've got this neuroplasticity and we can change our brains and this is an actual way to physiologically change the brain to be more, uh, operate more how it was ultimately created to operate. You know, I, I heard Dr. Evan Alexander, who is a neurosurgeon who was in a coma and they said he would never come out of it. He is now not only out of it, but he is talking about like being on the other side. Like he was literally right. on the other right. side, and you know. And then he he came back, you know, and here he is. But it's like, you know, so much of this is um, is leading cutting edge work. And I and I I remember when I um, first interviewed Dr. Michael Cotton, I thought, oh boy, he is like so on the right track. And um, to have 300 practitioners in such a short time tells you something. Um, so, so Craig, um, 
I guess my my question is you've you've been you know in you know helping people for over thirty years with working with their mind and working with their lives. Would you share just you know just a case study without you know names or anything, just a miracle well, a miracle that you've seen? You know, I we we heard with your son, but just a couple of simple things about where people who came and did you know the higher brain living sessions and what happened in their lives. Okay, there's one that pops into my mind, and as I said, I always get two things that come in. I do want to say this because it's related to my area as a psychologist. We have had clients who, with and without psychiatrists' approval, went off their psychiatric meds for depression and anxiety um, and never needed to go back. Now, we're not saying that we recommend that. That's just an example. The The example that comes to mind for me is that I often share is um, uh, I'm in my early 60s. This man is in his late 50s, I believe. He came in, was a client of mine last year when I was um, first, uh, you know, getting, practicing higher brain living. And, um, and he, uh, he got up off the table after his first session and he looks at me and he says, Craig, can I talk to you? And I said, sure. And he says, I didn't. I never told you this, but six years ago I had prostate cancer and had surgery, and I've had neuropathy in my legs and he, from his hips through his feet so bad that I have to keep the light on at night because I can't feel my feet. And if I get up and go to the bathroom, I might step on something and I can't feel my feet. He starts to well up and he says, I can feel my feet. And he starts to walk around in his stocking feet like a little kid looking at his feet and feeling his feet, and that completely cleared up and never came back, along with some other physical things that, that were issues for him. Now, we're not in a position, we make clear people don't come to this expecting treatment, you know, medical treatment or, or psychiatric or psychological treatment. On the other hand, we will not with, deny the kind of shifts that happen in some people. There may be somebody else with neuropathy who that doesn't happen with because their higher brain needed to use its energy in a different area. But that's an example of a miracle that just popped up, you know, to my mind. And, and we have so many of them. Well, and listeners... People um, that don't go back on drug and alcohol, you know, just... Yeah. So sorry, I'm just going to... Yeah. No, no, no. I'm just going to read just a, a few things. So in, in some clients have reported the following. They discover their life's purpose. Yeah. They make better decisions fast and with ease. They quickly change their habits. No willpower required. There's just a total shift in consciousness, and all of a sudden yeah. the, the, the whole vibrational field has been shifted, and you know, maybe something they ate two, two days ago that is not exactly the healthiest for them, all of a sudden they're just, that's it. They, they just yep. don't desire it. Feelings of stress, anxiety, and depression vanish. Many of their physical ailments are, are healed. They're just like the neuropathy that you were just describing, and their life dramatically shifts as they start reaching their full potential. Now, this is a technique that requires no pills, no drugs. You're on a table, and, you know, would you, um, Craig, just describe what happens in a typical session so people can say, what are they talking about? So what happens? Well, well, the client comes in and, and lies down on a um, massage or chiropractic type, type table. Um, they come to a presentation prior to this to see it, two live demonstrations of this. So they see what happens and how the client is touched. 
and but so and then they give permission to be touched that way, and it's very gentle touch, um, in very specific places with very specific pressures and vectors and sequences that Dr. Cotton figured out that release this latent energy in the body. So we're making these gentle contacts um, mostly along the spine, but there are other points in the body too. Um, and what happens is as this energy goes to the higher brain and starts lighting up, one of the first signs is you feel this deep, amazing breath start to come out of you that you're not consciously or in intentionally taking. It's the higher brain going, lighting up going, I want more energy, this is fantastic. And so in it, it starts to create a feedback loop with this big, deep breathing. And as that continues, then the body, um, the, the higher brain says, okay, now let's dump all this stress we've held for so long in the lower brain. And it starts dumping it out the body in a sign-like motion, S-I-N-E, a sine wave, um, which is the most efficient way that the body can um, dump stress. So the person, almost everybody, at some point in the first to fourth or fifth session, starts to um, find this this organic feeling to want to move this way, and we just instruct them, let yourself do it and, and see what happens. And when they do, they feel all this stress releasing. They feel this sense of waking up more and more into an incredible feeling inside themselves and kind of coming home inside themselves to themselves. So we have the person lie on the table, on their uh, face down, then there's a point where they're sitting up, then there's a point where on their back, and then they finish face down, and it takes about 45 minutes. Wow. So... You can read more about this. There is an article in this issue of Spirit Seeker. All you have to do is go to spiritseeker.com, um, click on the August cover, and there is an article um, on higher brain living. Um, there's the information on the event in Chicago, but I'm going to mention it again. It is on August 18th, which is a Monday evening from 6.30 to 8.30. Uh, it's at the Hilton Trouble Tree uh, in Skokie. It is free if you pre-register. If you do not pre-register and just show up at the door, you will be asked to um, pay $97. So it's uh, you can pre-register at Higher Brain Living Events, that's plural, events.com, forward slash Skokie, which is S-K-O-K-I-E, and then another forward slash. You know, I just cannot thank you enough, Craig, for being my guest. I, you know, I, I'm very intuitive. I can read people. And when I saw your picture, I went, oh, Okay, this is going to be a wonderful interview because I could just, you know, feel your joy. And, you know, when we find our passion and our life life passion, you know, our purpose, you know, it's all it's all easy, isn't it? Yes. At the core it's easy. It doesn't mean there aren't challenges, but it's like, all right, you know, and this is part of having the higher brain turned on. It's just like, all right, bring it on. Um, I'm made for this and the world I'm here to give this to the world, so, you know, take it. <laughs> it's a gift. So find, a gift. find your it's way to hear Craig. You know, you're normally in Minnesota, so here you are, you know, this is a gift that you're going to be in Chicago. And, you know, is there anything else as far as your contact information that you would like to let the listeners hear, or did I pretty much cover that? Uh, it's all good. Um, go to that um, website and register and if you want to contact me in some other way um, like through LinkedIn or something um, you'll see the spelling of my name on Cindy's website I imagine or, or 
It's Craig Pulse Fuss. It's, it's, it's Craig and then P, P as in Paul, O-L-S-F-U-S-S. And how do I pronounce this? Did I do it correctly by chance? Well, the German way is Pulsus, like you were saying, and I okay. grew up with it being Pulsus, with the first S being silent. Ah, okay. All right. Well, I just welcome you. Um, and listeners, if you have any questions, just go to the website, hire – well, we've already said it three times. But thank you, Craig, so much for the work that you're doing. Thanks so much, and please Cindy. say hello to Dr. Michael Counton for me. Okay. Sure. All Thanks right, for the work you're thank- doing, too. Okay, and this, this show is archived the minute we are finished here. So all you have to do is send people to spiritseeker.com. They click on the uh, radio show icon in the upper left-hand corner, and then it takes you directly to my blog talk page. Um, and, and, you know, you can listen to the show. There's over 400 fabulous shows archived. But we're making a difference, and we're just grateful. We know you're listening to the show. We know you're reading the magazine. Thank you. Thank you for all your wonderful support. Make it a wonderful evening, the rest of this day, and namaste to all of you. Good night. I mean